0: One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This year, it's a podcast. The BUD Podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Budcast, it's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter 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 buttercups, buttercast, buttercast, budly, budly. The B-U-D Budcast, the Budcast, it's a Budcast, a B-U-D Bud. All right, everybody, welcome
1: back to the Budcast with your favorite local Bud here.
0: Coming out of Seattle,
1: Washington, per usual, soon I will be in the mitten, though. Uh, I had an interesting week. Uh, I want to start with what I'm assuming it was, a, was a crackhead outside of work the other day. We got a lot of those, um, a lot of tweakers around uh, Ballard, the, the city that I, or the part of Seattle that I work in. Uh, by that I mean like, I mean a lot of homeless, unfortunately, a lot of tents, a lot of people camping out. But then you got like a handful of aggressive tweakers that just, I don't, I don't, I just don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in their little noggin or big noggins, depending on the size of their, uh, the circumference of their head. But yeah, the other day, a few weeks ago I was driving, um, and there's a usual spot that I turn at where there's always, uh, I'm assuming usually their sign says they're homeless. So I'm assuming a homeless person. And this person was standing there holding a non-existent sign. So they just had their hands up. But there's nothing, they weren't holding anything. And at first I was, I like, I, well, I mean, I cracked up cause I'm like, what, does this dude think he's holding the sign? And then I felt bad, but then I saw him like waving at people and like pointing at whatever his non-existent sign, um, and laughing. So I'm like, Hey, if you, you know, if you're laughing, I'm laughing, uh, laughing with you. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Cause come on, man. Um, so the other day I was at work, it was maybe five o'clock. I had gotten to work an hour earlier, so it's daylight out, and I'm in the back alley, first mistake, and this woman comes walking towards me, and she goes, hey, can I have a cigarette? And I said, oh, no, sorry, I don't, I don't have them on me, because they were inside and she goes listen here you petty fucking liar and then pulls a stick out of her bag and starts waving it at me and like coming at me and so i'm just looking at her in like disbelief like is this actually happening and so i start backing up she's like i see you and all your fucking little friends out here i see the group i see the group every day and i'm like she's got eyes on us what the fuck keeps waving her stick at me starts backing away still yelling and i watch her walk down the street and i you know Sigh of relief. Found out that I said that wrong uh, last week. We don't got to talk about that. Had a sigh of relief, and then uh, as I was finishing up my cigarette, I I look over about 150, 200 feet away, and she's standing behind a tree and like staring at me. And so then I, you know, do the the nice neighborly thing, and I throw a hand up and I throw a wave out. And then she started fucking yelling at me again, waving her stick around. Now my coworkers come out and I'm like, hey, uh, you see that woman? He's like the one that's yelling and staring at you. I'm like, yeah, I just had a little interaction with her. If uh, If you could make sure that you walk with me out to my car tonight, that would be great. So now I'm constantly watching my back when I'm going into work, even at fucking 10 in the morning. I was like getting so... This is how my brain works, okay? The next day I go to open up at work and someone had called the bar that said unknown caller and I answered it and there's nothing on the other line. I thought, whatever. 10 minutes later, another phone call from unknown caller. I answer it, nothing. And I immediately am like, it's that fucking woman checking to see if I'm the only one here so she can come and stab me with her stick. That's how my brain works, so... She didn't. It was just a fucking collect whatever. Google. I don't know. I say that. Okay. Sorry. I realized that like you guys don't fucking know what I'm talking about. We get calls a lot at the place that I work at about like getting our correct information on Google. Um, and it's always an unknown caller and that's all it was. So I was just going into a little moment of anxiety at work for nothing. Uh, yeah, it was great. Another, um, woman, different woman uh the other day a few a week a week or two ago apparently she had like kind of harassed all of our coworkers. she called my manager a cunt uh we got her out of there <laughs> But then, like two mornings later, my manager was working. She was opening, she's there by herself. And she comes out front, and the same woman is like cutting down the sign at, at our bar. And she had taken one of our umbrellas and like put it down by the road. She brought a door that she had found and drawn all over and put that up in front of our bar saying, uh, fuck Bartel drugs. Uh, and they didn't give her toilet paper because they don't like the homeless. And I'm like, "Well, did you try to give them money for the toilet paper? Or did you try to take the toilet paper?" Cuz regardless of you know, if you're homeless, you still got to got to pay for stuff. But she was a little unhappy about that. She set up little figurines all over the bar, too, like outside on the patio. My manager was like, hey, you know, how's it going? She's like, oh, good. I, I brought you all this stuff. You know, I thought this would look really good. I'm assuming she had just gotten high or, you know, the dealer came back into town. I don't know how that shit works. But she was in a good mood. Uh, we got her on a good day. And my manager was like, oh, thank you so much for all this stuff. But... You know you can't take our sign she's like okay well, what about the umbrella i can take the umbrella and she's like ah nope, you can't you can't take that either and she's like oh okay all right okay so you just got to be careful man i gotta start carrying a little bear spray or mace or something on me god damn god damn oh what else happened this week oh my gosh so i finally got my own podcast merch shout out to keith my dad's the one making everything uh, all the merch and whatnot so we, uh, we got the merch, very exciting. So I've been wearing the shit out of it this week. Dude, the Budcast merch is fly as fuck. I'll be posting pictures soon. I'll, fuck it. I'll, post, a, I'll post a photo with the, the Instagram post for this week. But they're badass. So if you look at your phone, you got the little heart um, on you know this podcast. That's on the back of the t-shirts and sweatshirts, big, lots of different colors. And on the front, it says the Budcast. So I was wearing, uh, wearing my Budcast shirt the other day at work and there's a table of uh five girls. I hope you guys are fucking listening to this cuz you told me you're going to listen. And just know I'm shouting you out right now. You guys were really cool and really respectful. I appreciate it. So, uh one of the girls had said like, "Oh, I really like your shirt." I'm like, "Thanks. I made it. <laughs> I designed it." Yes, yeah, my podcast. They're like, oh, "Fuck, you have a podcast?" Like, "We listen to podcasts. What's the name of it?" And then uh one girl was like, "Oh, so I'm assuming, you know, the podcast's about weed." And I'm like, "Well, it's not solely about weed." But yes, if you're wondering, everybody, I am high right now. Uh, you just can't always tell when I'm high. Sometimes I'm like blazed as fuck and you can definitely tell. Other times I'm uh, I'm not. I'm chilling. So they, uh, we got to talking, you know, and uh, I was working, so I couldn't really talk that much. So I left and I come back and uh, they were talking about a bunch of funny shit. And they looked at me and they're like, do you, do you ever talk about nudes on your podcast? And I'm like no, I I wish that I had a reason to send someone nudes. Okay. Personally, it's been very lonely. It'd be nice to send out a little tip pick or something, you know, covering up, you know, very, very, um, tasteful, if you will, you know, it's just like, I look like a goddess. I know you think that I look like a goddess all the time, but you know, some moments right now, I don't. Uh, so I was like, you know, I, I haven't really, it's hard, uh, what did I say? I was like, I honestly have awful luck dating. These are people that don't know me at all. I do. I have awful luck dating. I've always had awful luck dating. I don't know if I'm just going for the wrong people. If I, I'm still trying to figure shit out, okay? But I'm like, you know, I I have a hard, it's a hard dating, especially now as a comedian. Like my game has gone down. You'd think it'd go up because I'm sure people see me like on stage and are like, oh, I totally want to get in those panties. But no, it just doesn't now, because the subjects that I talk about on stage, a lot of times are my awful luck dating and the crazy stories that happen to me. Cause some of them, you just wouldn't even fucking believe it. Okay. I, I swear to you, some of the shit that happens to me, you couldn't even wrap your head around it. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, all right, bitch, get into the fucking stories about these crazy dudes that you've hooked up with. But you gotta, you gotta pay to see that, honey. You gotta see. I mean, that's my material, so I'm still working on it. So you gotta come and see it on stage. But just know that, yeah, it's. I, I get a little chills just thinking about some of the experiences. Um, and so one common thread that I found out is that. Guys don't love it when you're more funny than them, which is unfortunate. I' found that in many like instances with people that I've dated. They get, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing, if they can't handle it, or a security thing that they need to feel bigger than you. What is it? But my question is, why can't you just know that I'm funny as fuck, more funny than you're ever going to be, and just admire it, you know? Because you're probably, you know, the other person is probably good at other things that I might not be as good at. Sorry I got real with you guys for a second, but that's just what's on my mind. So back to the nudes. Um, So then I leave, then I come back later, and they're like, do you ever talk about threesomes on your podcast? And I'm like, well, again, I don't really have much luck in the dating department. Not that I'm against threesomes. I think it'd be a fun little ride, but not in a pandemic. And then one girl was like, oh, I had one the other day, you know, but it was okay because, like, it was – was with a very very close friends and i was trying to hook them up so i was just more so like supplemental pussy best thing i've heard supplemental pussy i want to be someone's supplemental pussy wouldn't that be great i think it'd be great so shout out to you girls thank you for uh liking my shirt uh go get yourself some shit and if you're listening to this fucking send me a message or something. I don't think I got any of your guys information. Follow me on Instagram, Alexa Stanton comedy, or you can follow the podcast on Instagram too. the Budcast underscore underscore. Yeah. So what else happened this week, dude? I get, I get that everybody likes the sports. I get it. You know, I used to be, I'm kind of a fan. I don't really give a shit. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't really give a fuck. But I can sit and watch a game with people and have a fine time. I know what's going on, I know how to you know how everything is played. I just don't find as much interest in it. And working football games like on Sundays are probably my least favorite thing in the world right now. People suck. They don't tip well. And like you get like the young the young crew that don't give a fuck about COVID or so it seems. From the looks of, like, them taking their masks off constantly and also, like, mingling with people that they've never met before. And I'm like, hey, you know, we don't want to get shut down. We don't want you to be fucking assholes. So just stay in your seat. Watch the game. Enjoy it. Don't be walking around trying to get some pussy. Save that for the fucking, you know, the Tinder game. Whatever. Do that in your own goddamn home. Don't be meeting people here. All right? So just getting harassed every fucking week. But the nice thing about the place that I work at is I can like just straight up tell people to fuck off or tell people they're being inappropriate, which is nice. It's nice to, you know, when a dude tell, tries to tell you all the shit that he wants to do to you and you can just be like, yeah, no, that's fucked up. You're done. You're cut off. Get out of here. That's nice. Whereas the last place I used to work at, uh, I had to just sit and fucking take it. I had to just smile through all the inappropriate comments that people would make. I, one time, a dude straight up looked at, he overheard me talking about my comedy show I had later that night. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be going on stage at seven. And he goes, oh, are you, are you a stripper? I'm like, nope. He's like, when you putting the pole in, huh, huh? Make sure you tell me when you're putting the pole in so I can come see ya. Nope, and I just had to, nope. Cause otherwise I'd get fired. It was just funny cause I did get fired. But we'll get into that another day. I'm still... Actually, I'm not as heated about it as I used to be. Um, but I definitely think it was pretty uh, pretty shitty what happened. I'm a good employee. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, sexual harassment in the workplace is a real thing. I'll leave it at that, too. Yeah, I'm going to let your minds wander on that one. Yeah. Yeah, dig deep there, bud. Oh, bud. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, there's so... I went to I went to Michigan State for for a year and a half. Um, apparently, the I didn't really know this before I started working at the place I work at, but it is known as what they call a Koog Bar. There's a, a football team out here um, in Wazoo Pullman. I, it's a what fucking school is it? Sorry for anyone listening from Washington right now. That's like you stupid bitch. It's called this Wazoo School. University of Washington State University. Okay, so you have the University of Washington, which is in Seattle, um, and then you have the Washington State University, and their team is known as the Cougars. I did not know that their team was the Cougars. So when I started working here, guys would be like, hey, this is a Coug bar, huh? And I'm like, what? And then I'd hear stories about like, Swingers coming in and picking up some like young dude or like older women hooking up with young men. So I'm like, fuck! I didn't know that this was a a kook bar. I did. I thought that you know, okay, all right, yeah. I guess I guess it is. I straight up thought it meant that it was like a bar that old women come to seek out young men. I then found out that it was for uh, you know, football, <laughs> football kooks. You know, what's the difference really? Yeah. I'm a dumb fuck. So all these Koog, aka the football people, people that went to that school, they'll come into the bar, they tip like shit. They tip like fucking shit. I get it because you're like a broke college student, but then just like don't go out or get something cheaper than a fucking double Jameson. Yeah, it's going to be expensive and don't freak out when I give you your bill. Uh, people suck. Anyhow. Uh, so they always ask me, the common thing is like, They'll be drunk as fuck and be like, "Where, what college you go to? I'm like, oh, I went to uh, Michigan State for a year. And they're like, oh, fucking, whoa, fucking. Someone will be like, oh, Wolverines. I'm like, no, you dumbass. That's University of Michigan. I went to Michigan State. And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I didn't I didn't really like it, though. And then they'll be like, well, why not? I'm like, because of the football team. And they're like, what? And then they get their fucking balls in a bunch and get all pissed off. I just lay it out for them. I'm like, dude, it sucks. It sucked going to school at a place where like they care more about their fucking football team than their students or their safety or academics or anything like that and not only that but the fact that I had to pay to watch this football team play when I'm already paying thousands of dollars to go to school here bullshit fuck off bullshit then all the fucking I don't even want to get into it. All the shit dealing with women and paying them off to keep their mouths shut about their fucking players doing inappropriate shit, illegal, inappropriate shit, if you feel what I'm laying down. I just don't agree with it. I think that there's too much fucking stake put into football when it should be put into other things. So I lay that out for them. And then, then, you know, they still tip like shit. It's fine. Whatever. I just don't like it's hard to wrap my brain around when I was in college, like, College kids can drink so much. It's honestly kind of impressive. I mean, they're starting a problem, but like even just the shit that you could keep down the shitty out liquor that would make me literally if I had a sip of Burnett's right now, I would throw up immediately no matter what time of the day I would puke. I would vomit. Oh, my God. Just thinking vanilla Burnett. Burnasties. That's the shit that we would drink straight in fucking college. And, yeah, like, we'd get drunk, but, like, the only liquor I can really drink now is Jameson straight. And not even that I need, like, a Coke back. But, you know, it's classy, baby. It's jazzy, baby. I mean, when I blacked out, I think twice in college, two official times, yeah. I say that because, like, when you black out, you don't really remember. That was enough to scare the fuck out of me, to never, ever ever. Ever want to do that again? And I haven't. I have not blacked out since I was 19. Yeah, I know it was illegal then, but we aren't going to get into that. I was in fucking college as a freshman. I blacked out so bad one time that I called my mom to come pick me up at noon. It was St. Patrick's Day. Should we get into it? Should we get into it? How'd my mom feel about this? Should we get into it? Yeah, mom, I'm sure we want to get into it. So I had grown up under the fundamentals that I, if I was ever, you know, scared or I could call my parents no matter what, no matter if I was fucked up in a dangerous situation, if I was fine, I could always call my parents no matter what. Now, the thing is, is that when, when I was in college, I had gone to Michigan State, it was St. Patrick's Day, and I went to a school that's colors are green and white. What I had learned was that you're supposed to get fucked up on St. Patrick's Day. So I had a plan with all my friends that we were going to wake up at 6.30 in the morning and start drinking heavily because that's what everybody does. And that's what happened. We went down to the cafeteria as soon as it opened, get a little breakfast, went upstairs and I immediately taped two Mike's 40 ounce hard lemonades to my hands. And I was Mike's 40 hands. And I drank them both. Not only that, but we were drinking all sorts of liquids. I started throwing up in my dorm room at 10 in the morning before we even went out. And I was still on a fucking mission. I do remember when I was in the middle of throwing up, I looked at my friend who was there with me and I said, what time is it? And she said, 10. And I said, tweet about it. I don't know if she ever did. I'm sure she did. So we go out. I don't remember any of this. I remember getting to a McDonald's. I remember sitting cross-legged on top of the table in a green and white tutu um, with a water cup that I had poured the water out and put vodka into. Um, And my roommate was so done with me at this point. We'd been friends for like six months at that point, and she was fucking over it because I was being... Crazy. I was drunk as fuck. So I wanted to leave her because she was pissing me off and she was cool with it. We weren't close enough at this point for her to be like, no, she's clearly fucked up. I need to stay with her. I said I was going to go to my friend's apartment. So they walked me to this apartment and I was just sipping on my vodka out of my little cup. I ended up twerking on the mailboxes, go up to this apartment. Don't really remember anything I remember looking at a guy's toenails that's a weird little th- memory that just popped into my brain and I decided to tell you about it um, later on uh, I remember waking up because I was violently throwing up laying on the ground in someone's apartment in their room it was dark as fuck so I crawl my way to the bathroom find the toilet This is a little hairy for me because I don't really remember it. I remember someone at one point had put a glass of water next to me by the toilet. In the middle of throwing up, I looked up and there were four girls standing in the doorway that I did not recognize who all had their phones out and they were recording me. And I was traumatized at that moment just thinking of like how many people are going to see this shit that I don't even know what I'm doing. So I started like laughing, like a crazy person. Like think of the Joker. That was me just like laughing, cackling. And then they started getting freaked out, which that was, I think what was in my head. I was like, that's a good idea. So then they'll stop recording me. Um, but that didn't happen. So I pull out my phone cause I was going to try to call my roommate and my phone just drops in this glass of water done for. Next thing I know, I look up and I see my cousin And I say, hey, we didn't really talk much at this time, Um, which is fine. Uh, And I realized I was at his apartment because I was friends with his friends. And I said, hey, call my mom. And he's like, what? I'm not going to call your mom. And I was like, "Give give give me your phone. I need to call my mom. He's like, what? I'm like, trust me. So he gave me his phone and I called my mom. It's, it's literally noon at this point. And I'm like, mom, please come pick me up. She's like, what the fuck? What's going on? I'm like, just please come pick me up. She's like, okay. So she drives 45 minutes to East Lansing, picks my drunk ass up. I get in the car. She realizes I'm just fucking blacked. I roll down the window. We're driving down the street and I'm just yelling at everybody on the street doing this obnoxious laugh because that was just my thing. My mom's cracking up. I'm cracking up. I feel like shit. I get home and I walk through the door and my dad looks at me and he just goes, I'm so disappointed in you. And I looked at him and I said, fuck you. And he goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? And I'm like, fuck you. And I sat down, my drunk ass, trying to drink water. And I was like, you told me if I was ever in a place of danger, if I ever needed you, that I could call you no matter what. And I called you. I didn't know where I was. I didn't have anybody. My phone was broken. And he was like, damn, she makes a good fucking argument. And that's true. Because I did, and I called my parents, and that was okay. We laugh about it now. I was hung over at 6 o'clock at night, and that scared the shit out of me, and I decided uh, at that moment that I would never, ever black out again. So... Now I drink responsibly, and I remember pretty much everything. It's kind of scary, actually, how much I remember from conversations with people when we're drinking. I feel like my friends kind of hate me for that. They're like, why do you fucking remember everything that we say? I'm like, because someone's got to do it. Don't you want to remember? If you blackout, don't you wish that you could just, like, watch a video and see all the shit that you did? Actually, maybe not. I take that back. I don't want to see anything I did that day. Gosh, I'm so glad I got a little older. (laughs) I was just crazy. On my 21st birthday, I pissed in the middle of the street in the city. I don't do that anymore. I wasn't even black then. I told you I don't black out. The trick is drink a lot of water. This episode was brought to you by H2O. For all you H2 hoes out there, you thirsty bitches with wet ass pussies, stay hydrated. All right, now we will bring Bud out. My Bud, my roommate. For the daily
0: dish, dish. <gasps> what the daily dish is? It's bringing to you. It's coming at you like two buds, me and you. We're coming at you on the streets. Coming.
1: You're angry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You're angry. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm
0: not
1: doing this with you. <laughs> I'm feeling it I'm sorry.
2: There's no way.
1: There's no way. you behave doing this. Listen, okay? All right, I'll behave. Do you want to do a mic check? No. <laughs> You're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: it. All right. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. How's your buds? My buds are good. Okay. What are a buds buds? A buds buds? What body part is a bud? Probably titties. Two buds?
0: Yeah. Two buds. That's
1: what you said. Two buds. Oh. We were All talking right. about titties the whole time, you guys. The whole time. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to give me your dish? Yeah. I'm hungry. Good. Get it? Do you like eating lube? Oh.
0: (laughs) Depends on the flavor. Ah,
2: Ah. there it is. Tell me about
0: the history of lube. Tell me about lube. All right. All
2: right, so... It dates back to 600 B.C., bud. Really? Yes.
0: 600 B.C., And we all but.
2: know what B.C. stands for. Before, before condoms. Coronavirus. Okay. Condoms.
1: <laughs> yes, we are on the same page. There should be a new B.C. for coronavirus, There is. Though, I've, been, you know, I've been totally trying to make it a thing. I'm like, like B.C. before corona. Yeah, before I like Roni, that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> oh, corona, when the wind comes, sleeping down the plains. Sleeping <laughs> All right, Lou <laughs>
2: um, Ancient China uh, Carrageenan
0: Sure She
2: sounds like a Love nice her. lady Yep, From seaweed <laughs> Of course, who else? Uh, was extracted, looks like kind of like moss This oh. seaweed looks kind of like moss But then there was this carrageenan stuff extracted from it From it? From Fren it? <laughs> Frenulum Yeah um, <laughs> It was first used in foods and medicines for its thickening properties. Okay. Mm. Okay. It has the gelatinous substance <laughs> made by boiling red seaweed into a thick, slippery, and wet, soluble liquid.
1: You sound like someone from a show when you talk like that. Who is it? I don't know. All right, keep t- keep keep going. I'll okay. figure it out. Okay. Um. A big mouth, maybe. I don't know that soluble liquid Yeah, gelatinous <laughs> cool. I can't
2: Oh, shit Um. So, yeah, so basically, you know, thick, slippery, water-soluble, gelatinous Obviously, they're going to be like, let's put this on our dicks Right, I was In just thinking,
1: right, right Yeah I mean, mainly, though, dicks Yeah Like, we can, as women, produce our own little, you know, substance
0: yeah, but not it's, always
1: sure. but we can't we are we have the capability to. This true. Whereas men can't just pre cum a little bit and rub it all over the place and be like, hey, let's
2: Yeah, that's you know? be a lot of pre cum.
1: Right. Yeah. Depending on how big the dick is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. If it's a tiny boy, just a little bit of go a long way. hmm hmm
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's a great point, bud. <laughs> great you, point. Thank you. <clears throat> Somebody gets it. Um, and we still use this stuff today. 600 bc you got they're some using right there carrageenan and we're still using it today in beauty products lubricated condoms and lubricants really mm-hmm. huh. from
1: seaweed question mm. lube mm-hmm. condoms mm-hmm. is the lube on the inside of the condom and the outside of the condom so that it's easier to put on your dick It's so, they're so slippery, I think it's everywhere. It just just slips right out of your fingers. It seems
2: like it's injected into the pack itself.
1: Right. Okay, that makes more sense. Actually, I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) Me neither. I'm not, you know, Uh, I don't buy condoms that often. How are condoms
2: packaged? When does this slippery loop
1: get put in there? And tune in to your next dish, where we will talk about how condoms get packaged. We're feeling jazzy today. I know. My toes are cold.
2: Oh, man, I meant to read this other part before that part. Because the article did it backwards. Oh, fuck them. So we're going back in time. Sure. This was 600 BC. Now we're going back to 350 BC, Okay, okay, okay. Um, Earliest known personal lubricant was the
1: ancient ink. Ah, you are doing it! Ancient. No. Ancient. If you guys have listened to the podcast before, you know that I always say ancient. Yeah. And I got Bud to say it finally. Now I don't know what it is. Yeah. How do you say it really? Ancient? Ancient. Ancient. It's ancient. Oh, there's no accent. Ancient. (laughs) Yeah, there is. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) Greeks and Romans. (laughs) They use olive oil as a sexual aid. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm yeast infection right maybe it's no sugar oh sugar is the worst thing for your hoo high. really hoo-hai.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for your hoo okay. uh huh yeah. yeah i just think of anything that's not like water even some soaps i'm like you're gonna give me an infection
2: i know yeah you know? no that's true like oil yeah from olives
1: from olives. Hey, you're smelling really olivey there. That's, Judith. this. So, uh, this is a stupid question. I might want to wait until I Well, you have the editing power. I do. Olive oil. Yeah. Is it made from olives? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Is that a stupid question? No. I get it, it's in really. the meat. But I've never thought of it Of like, like I don't like olives. I feel you know? like we don't think
2: about it because it's everywhere. Right.
1: Yeah. Whereas, like, you have avocado oil, you're like, of course there avocados yeah. in there you know yeah, it's, they're yeah. from avocados why don't you think that of olives
2: i don't know peanut oil doesn't really taste like peanuts
1: that's true
2: yeah person oil i don't know
1: person oil personal personal
2: personal oil. personal oil <laughs> at your local cbs pharmacy
1: at your local cbs pharmacy
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this
1: message was brought to you by lubricant
2: lubricant okay
0: <laughs> the, look. the look! I was wondering. That was very funny. Oh, God. You fucking looked up at this, at this look of concentration.
2: Do you think the mic picked that up? Loop. <laughs> Loop. <Lube.
0: Lube. laughs> <laughs> oh dead.
2: Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm
0: getting sweaty.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right.
2: You gather your fluids. We're good. Your facial fluids. We're
1: good. Facial fluids are in check. Okay.
2: Sixteen hundreds. <laughs> um. Apparently, the Chinese and Japanese sometimes use animal intestine condoms. The article didn't really go into this, yeah. and I was kind of okay with that. Yeah, I think I'm <laughs> but okay also with it not too. knowing more is kind right. of scary. Right. So.
1: Intestines
2: I don't know Yeah Um Japanese made a substance From grated and mashed yams Mm. Called Tororo jiru
0: Sure
1: Mm -hmm. Um, thought they'd call it yam sauce
2: Yam sauce
1: (laughs) Throw some (laughs) yam sauce on your cock (laughs) I like that better Served for Thanksgiving dinner
2: (laughs) Uh. Oh Jesus um, they also, Japan, Japanese people use clove oil. Clove oil. It sounds like it would be, smell very nice. Yeah. It sounds burny. Right. Though. Right. So, I don't know. I don't like the word oil going on my. Right. Hang hung. Hing hung. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. 1700s. Um, there was a lot of documentation referring to saliva as a per- personal lubricant. Definitely been there, right? You know, just lick your hand and
1: right. slap it on, slap it on, <laughs> just like a pancake. <laughs>
2: yeah, but when I realize that maybe that's why I get so many yeast infections.
1: So, gosh, just yeah. stop licking your fingers. Gosh, <laughs> yeah. How, but it's like it's your own body's secretions, you know. But the mouth is very dirty. I thought it was like one of the cleanest parts of the body. I think we've gone over this. I know we have. (laughs) (laughs) We're not like dogs but there's the, but a lot that of bacteria way. in our mouth there's a lot of bacteria near my butthole too just like my vagina you know well that doesn't that doesn't
0: mean that your <laughs> mouth is too clean or dirty that's not an argument <laughs> i'm saying for the purpose of like
1: licking and putting it it's like it's got to be dirtier down there than my mouth right well, it just means that
2: your vagina can't handle the bacteria that's in your mouth. Okay, your vagina's very sensitive. Gotcha. It likes it self cleans. It's like it likes its own juices. Right. It doesn't like other juices from well, other places. Well, if it would work
1: properly, then we wouldn't have to give the all. And, you uh, that's know. what I'm saying. Right. Just fucking do your job. I, know. I love you, Virginia. I love you, Puabi. Do puwabi. your job. Do your job. Oh, <sighs> Virginia, Puabi. So. Oh, I remember that. Okay, I'm, I'm oh, with yeah. it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't forget Queen Puabi
2: Oh, Queen Puabi is is stuck. For <laughs> sure. Okay, 1800s Robert Chesebro.
0: Mhm. Um,
2: guy. He patented patented the first petroleum jelly. A petrol byproduct that he called Vaseline. I was just gonna say Vaseline, petroleum jelly, in 1872. He just put it on his <clears throat> penis. It wasn't intended for sex. Okay. But it became a popular choice in the mid 1900s. Okay. Because of, it was thick and waterproof. Um, in the late 19th century, um, Friedrich Kipping pioneered a study um, that revolutionized the manufacturing industries, um, and made a big contribution to modern lubricant.
1: Okay, good for they him. It's called
2: this polymer silicone. Mm. So things really sound authentic. Off. 1904, KY Jelly was sold as a surgical aid. Um, and then they realized that it was very useful in the bedroom. Mm. Um, so then it became... They made a non-stale version, put it on the shelves, and it was all the rage. All the rage. Yes. All the rave. All the all rave. The rave.
1: All, all the, the rage.
2: R- right? Raging at the rave.
1: It's all the rave, right?
2: No, it's all the rage. Really? Oh. No. I guess we know the title of this episode.
1: Fuck! <laughs> I've been saying all the rave. It. How? That doesn't. Okay. All the rave. <laughs> like. okay but let me explain my side of it okay sure all the rave if you're saying something is all the rave i feel like it makes more sense because it's like people are excited about it people are you know it's all the rave yeah everyone's talking about it everyone's jiving to it everyone's feeling it you know all the rage i think of like like anger yeah anger so when i think of someone saying like all the rage (laughs) <laughs> all the rage I'm thinking of like they're upset about it sure they don't want it sure they're mad
2: all the rage yeah now, but, what's the real meaning but people do say though they're raging about that you know new petroleum jelly at the CVS
1: see and I would say the raving oh, wow fuck me up
2: damn
1: that's a long time this is literally the first time I've ever yeah. so what does all the rage mean and definition wise okay I am mm. upset
2: she's mad all oh, the rage.
1: Definition. Definition. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the use of rage reflects the transfer of an angry passion to an enthusiastic one.
0: I, I don't know. That
2: makes no motherfucking sense. Um. It should just there's be... There's no definition, bud, because everyone just already knows what it means. <laughs>
1: We don't have to be out here hurting people's feelings now, okay? What? What? Internet
2: shopping is now all the rage.
1: I'm done. I'm done. I'm pissed. That how do I make it this far in life? I'm gonna be 26 tomorrow. To be very to be very popular at a particular time. All the rave.
2: I know it makes You can totally substitute Raven It makes
1: the same amount of sense Right I know But how did I never pick up on the fact That people were saying a G instead of a V I don't know How did I go this long I think you hear
2: what you want to hear I think
1: I definitely hear what I want to hear <laughs> Dude when I'm 70
0: I'm gonna be fucked Yeah I'm gonna be fucked
1: Yeah It'll be cute Or I'll though. be really fun Yeah it'll be cute Be like she has a thing with idioms <clears throat>
2: Your husband or wife? I'm pissed. will love it.
1: All the rave. Yeah. All the rage.
2: Yeah. I know, but it just doesn't sound right to right. me. Hey, you found this out before turning 26, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, welcome what? to the dark side of your 20s. We don't
0: got to talk about that okay, yet. Sorry, okay. I won't say it
2: yet.
1: I'll say it the dark first thing side. in the morning. There you go. Perfect.
2: We'll get two inches from your face. Welcome to your dark side of your 20s. Yeah.
1: If you added bitch to it, that that'd be great. I would. I will. It'd be all the rage. She looks disgusted. I look
2: disappointed. Sad. I know, bud. I know. Crisco was used in 1911 as a personal lubricant.
1: Crisco. Crisco. The fattening yes. shortening is that what it, shortening? <laughs> shortening.
2: Yeah another word that doesn't make sense
1: right (laughs) watch I find out that's spelled S-H-O-U-R-T or some (laughs) shit shortening I don't know I'm upset I know you could go your whole life thinking one thing the whole life
2: it's amazing is it I always say demon instead of demon
1: there's no D at the end I'm
0: just kidding (laughs) (laughs) I just gotcha (laughs) Diamond.
1: <clears throat> yeah, what else do I say that's fucked up? Ancient. Anything that has an A in it. Because I'm from Michigan. Especially. Especially. That's gone away. Yeah, that was in the beginning. I got better with it. After I found out, get this shit, this is bullshit. This isn't bullshit, it's fine. But I didn't know that I said it wrong for a long time, but then I found out that everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, well, you got to let me know so I can correct it or fix it. But Andrew's like, no, I've always noticed that you say that you <laughs> wrong. And I'm like, no, why didn't you say something? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, if I were to hear someone say, like, espresso, who was a close friend of mine, I'd be like, let me spell it out for you real quick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> espresso. Especially. Especially. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. It does. Rolls off the dick like lube.
2: And we're back. And <laughs> we're back. <laughs> oh, that made me have to poop. Right there with you, sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was only um, allowed as prescription for a while um, until 1980. You had to get lube
1: by prescription. Really? Yes. Hey, excuse me, my pussy's dry.
2: Right. And then after the 80s and 90s, you could find it at drugstores, but didn't break into mainstream culture until the 90s, Mm -hmm. Um, when they use it for more than just a medical product. There was also cream lubricant, which gained popularity because it wasn't so sticky. Okay. You know, lubricants are very sticky. Sticky to the touch. So people liked that because it wasn't um, tacky or sticky feeling. Um yeah, so then we move to the twenty first century. Nice. Um, and that's where we get those fun, like, brand lubricants. Um, and they have new things like tingling, warming, desensitizing, oh, flavoring, those. and cooling.
1: Yeah, I know. Fuck those. Yeah. I wanna meet someone mm. who actually enjoys Yeah. A lube like that. Yeah. Cause I thought I was dying. Mm-hmm. The only time I've ever fucking tried anything mm-hmm. outside of just a normal condom.
0: Yeah. No.
1: The year was
0: 2011.
1: <laughs> it was a fucking we talked about this before. It was the icy hot yeah. condoms. Yeah. Sounds like a fun idea. It's like, oh, you're going to get chilly, but then you're going to get just like warmed right up. I don't wanna- I genuinely when he put it in me, I was like ah! Get out! And I just turned into the Hulk, and I my vagina. I think it's sewed shut for the next three years. It was like not today. Nothing's yeah. ever getting in there. Yeah. No, it's bad. When have you tried it? Yeah, back in my youth. Why were we so experimental in that way? It's like let's experiment more on how to make me come. Yeah. And not about this crazy thing
2: why, why does that even sound good Like first you'll
1: be freezing Then you would be hot It's like
2: I don't want that even on my body At any right, time Right Why would I want it on my vagina Right
1: Dude I remember At that time Because I was in high school Practicing safe sex <laughs> And Me and the guy I was dating Like I wouldn't go to the grocery store Any grocery store Like near My home <laughs> To get condoms mm-hmm. And so we drove like an hour away <laughs> And then I saw someone I knew in the store. And no. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No. Yeah. uh-huh." I right, because
2: like, you live in a tiny little place. Right. But knew. so how
1: it's set up is uh. like where this village is. There is a grocery store. I could have just even gone into a gas station. Right, it, You know, you can get them fucking anywhere, which yeah. is the great thing about practicing safe sex. So, so I'm thinking, all right, we're not going to go to a town near us 20 minutes away where we usually go to the bigger grocery store, mm-hmm. similar to Fred Meyer out here. It's Meyer back home. Whole mm-hmm. different story. I'll get into it later. Ugh, baffles me. The Meyer thing. Anyhow. Uh, so then we drove an hour or 40 minutes away from that one. And then I saw I ran into someone like from my softball team or something and her dad. And I was like. I'm gonna die. Like yeah, this. Please yeah. don't look at my hands, sir. Yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just to buy condoms, and it was those shitty ones. And then my vagina sewed up shut. And then I've never worn a condom again since. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, you guys. <laughs> okay.
2: I didn't. Made my boyfriend go get them always. Yeah. Why the
1: fuck did? You
2: gotta wear it. You
1: right. get it. Why am I the one always providing? I don't know, bud. <laughs> you know? I'm not surprised, though. Me neither. <laughs> I get it. Raw dogging's nice, you know? Feels good. This. But I don't think pregnancy really feels good from the looks of it.
0: It looks painful. Motherhood looks
1: like it feels nice. But yeah. the the birthing, the...
2: I was so bloated last night, I was convinced I was pregnant.
1: That you're going to have a baby?
2: I was like, this is it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just so... Dude. A Miss fat Right.
1: If something feels weird in one of my titties, I'm like, mm, probably yeah. pregnant. Mm-hmm. I haven't had sex in years. Yeah. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Just kidding, you guys. I've had sex in the past couple of years. <laughs> oh, my dish is, like, not as fun as that. Oh, that's okay. You know? That's all right. Okay, so the other day, bud, you brought something to my attention. Okay. Will you close your eyes? Okay.
0: It's the whoopee cushion. <laughs> So we had
1: a really good time the other night um, in your room. We really we? did. <laughs> <laughs> like, laughing so hard because we kept sitting on it and making all these noises with the whoopee cushion. And it's just something so simple and to give so much joy to the world. It does. Now, that word, we make it sound like how you did when it yeah. sounded really, it was yeah, very like tight, like very like discreet and, you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you really got to get your finger in there. Got to finger it.
0: Stick it up the butt.
1: So. (laughs) I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) Poof. (laughs) You got it. it. Why is it working? (laughs) It sounds like something came out. (laughs) <laughs> um. So, back in 218 CE, what does that mean? CE. Because I, C- I didn't know. I didn't know. C what before. Confusing. I've heard BCE. CE Okay. So in 218 CE, whatever that means, um, there was a 15-year-old by the name of Marcus Aurelius Antoninus. Augustus, oh, also known as El Gabolus, both are fucking hard. I don't. It's like, and also known as should be easier than the yes, right. Um, and so oh fuck, I forgot to write down what he was. He was like a Roman emperor, some shit like that. He was in a big house with a lot of expensive people. I don't know. (laughs) He was in a big house with expensive people. (laughs) not to be confused with the Kardashians now um, so he was he was a big prankster he was a big prankster oh no so he would use what he called air pillows which were really inflated animal bladders animal bladders I know
2: why are you playing with with bladders I know
1: and why are you blowing air into them yeah so the Romans didn't like this motherfucker very much so they assassinated him Okay <laughs> he, He's done <laughs> Done for um, But he, his memory still lives As the first person To really like Come up with a whoopee cushion
0: mm. So I was thinking
1: I was gonna do my My dish on the whoopee cushion Right Okay Taking a turn Alright Taking a turn Okay Moving into the 1930s <clears throat> J-E-M Rubber Company in Toronto, Canada uh, decided to reinvent the whoopee cushion. Uh, But they needed to partner up with another company for marketing and branding and all this other shit. I don't know. So they talked to S.S. Adams Company, which is Soren Sorensen is his name. What the fuck? Soren Sorensen? That's a mouthful. Why don't you switch it up a little bit from the last name? Right. Her middle name? Soren Sorensen Adams... Created this company and he was a very crafty inventor mm-hmm. um, he invented more than 650 different gags including a joy buzzer which I'm thinking is the thing that like you click it and it shocks you yeah God, oh, I know I know Well oh, my nips are just hard thinking about that mm. sneezing powder I've never heard of that have you ever heard of sneezing powder that sounds
2: kind of familiar <laughs>
1: And dribble glass, you know, which is the water dribbling when you drink it. And then you have, like, the water coming out of a flower oh. and then, like, water coming out of a cigarette, oh, um, bendy pencils, you mm-hmm, know, the, mm-hmm, the works, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Soren Sorensen was a crazy guy. Sounds wild. Um, so something happened back, because uh, then I started looking into sneezing powder, because I'm like, what the fuck is sneezing powder? Right. Uh, so this guy, Mr. Adams, Soren Sorensen, came up with a uh, sneezing powder. And that's kind of what made him like a small fortune before the whoopee cushion came out. So mm-hmm. this is like 1904 to 1904 to 1919. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was making yeah, a small fortune on sneezing powder. So um, today's sneezing powder has hellebore in it, which is an irritating herb that can cause fainting and heart problems. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so what Adams did, they were trying to figure out what was in his sneezing powder back in the day, right? Because the FDA exnate it mm-hmm. and made it like illegal to distribute. Sure, but nobody knows what the actual um, ingredients were in his sneezing powder. <gasps> right, spooky. So Adams tested the powder uh, that he called Kachoo, very fitting um on rooms full of people executives he would blow powder in people's faces like marching bands and all of them would just like start fucking sneezing like crazy i know he's crazy um everyone uh halted couldn't stop for like minutes (laughs) with sneezing uh adams made a lot of money from it until it was banned but he never revealed the formula i'm getting i'm I'm backtracking now um some say that kachu uh was made depending on what he had available in his shop Um, He worked for a company that made coal tar product, which is what's left over when coal is made Mm -hmm. into fuel. Mm -hmm. So there's little bitties that's left over. You could mix it with things and it would create different dyes for food and clothing and things like that. So this product was used to dye clothes. Mm -hmm. Basically, that's where I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. Um, Recent chemists think that uh, Adams was using um, these dyes in... uh, that he was supposed to be selling for the clothes and things like that. He was stealing some and putting it into a sneezing powder for another company. Mm-hmm. Um so this chemical is called dianesodyne. Oh. Dianizidine Dianasidine? Dianisidine. Oh, that sounded more That sounded more right. It's mm-hmm. the the hard eye. Yeah. Uh it's a chemical that when mixed with the tar coal it makes a really pretty blue dye. And what people found back in the day is that it would dye things much quicker um, and more permanent, it seemed, than mm-hmm. indigo, which is the blue dye that they were using at the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, CDC, however, says that the dianisidine, is a carcinogenic. carcinogenic says that it should be uh, flushed from every part of the body it comes in contact with because um the body rejects it mm. so what the body's immediate response when coming into contact with this dye is to sneeze oh to get it out right mm-hmm. the body's mm-hmm. like oh. so the public realized that diana's Diana, fuck me we're gonna call it no i can't diane is a dine um, when you mixed it with salt it made really pretty colors. Um, and it was very popular because it was so quick to use. Mm-hmm. After a few years, they realized that the dye would bleed with exposure to acid oh. or uh, heavy sweating <laughs> perspiration. Oh. I don't know how they figured out the acid thing. Um, but Adam <laughs> saw a lot of people when like, they would use this dye, um, how it kind of came about, he'd see people start sneezing a lot. So for his gag company, he was like, oh, that's what the, they think he did they're pretty sure uh, but nobody knows because no right. one has the real
2: ingredients the
1: right yeah. but yeah people started getting sick and shit damn bro i know gag gifts am i right are you right am i right <laughs> it's all the rave <laughs> it's all the rave
0: <laughs> so yeah that's it
1: the lube was definitely i mean it was more it was very that was a fun one yeah the lube was a fun top why are you looking around oh yeah yeah, yeah. get that blown up bud Thank you so much
0: for joining us on podcast today. Uh,
1: yeah, merch. Buy the shit. Budcast sweatshirt, the t-shirts, hot out the press. You can find them on alexastantoncomedy.com. I'm trying to really drag this out so you can get that blown up. You can buy it at alexastantoncomedy.com. You can
0: buy some shirts. You can buy some hats. You can buy a little bitty-ditty tic-tac.
1: Find me on the tic-tac-tac. Is that working now?
2: I uh, made it all wet for you Thanks
1: <laughs> Oh, you just have to spread
2: them There it is
1: <laughs> That's a good one to add on Alright, thanks everybody, I love you I hope you have a really good week It's my birthday tomorrow So that's cool, I'm gonna be on my dark side of my 20s As Bud likes to say it um, But yeah, thanks so much for joining everybody Have a great day, stay safe, drink a lot, drink a lot of
0: water One, two, three Oh. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This year, it's a podcast. The BUD Podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast <coughs> <coughs> Sorry I'm a smoker. Budcast. it's the podcast. Biddly biddly bitly butter 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 buttercups, butter, 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 butter gas buddly, buddy. The B-U-D Budcast, the Budcast it's a cast. it's a cast. a B-U-D Bud.
1: Chocolate chips in the sunrise.
0: What'd you say, bud? You said,
1: give that dog a bone. Give that dog a bone. Give that dog a bone. Give that, give dog bone. Bone dog, bone the dog. Don't do that. Give the dog a bone.